Come on in to Margaret McSweeney's Kitchen for Kitchen Chat, where every week you'll meet chefs, cookbook authors, foodies, gourmets, and just plain people who love to eat. And along with laughter, chat, recipes, and stories about food, you'll sometimes also hear words of inspiration, love, and hope. As Margaret always says, kitchen chat is food for the senses and food for the soul. So grab a cup of coffee, put your feet up on a comfy chair, and get ready to spend a little time with Margaret and her friends. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Kitchen Chat. This is your host, Margaret McSweeney, and I'm just so thrilled you're joining me in my kitchen today. You picked a great show to tune into. I can't wait for you to meet a former Coast Guard chef. Sure, there are lots of fun stories there. And also the chef proprietor of wildasparaguscatering.com, and he makes the absolutely best best cheese puffs I have ever tasted. So without delay, I would like to welcome Chef Jeremy Campana to Kitchen Chat. Welcome, Chef Jeremy. Thank you, Margaret. Thanks for having me. Great to talk to you. Oh, and we've got lots of fun things to talk about. Um, First of all, listeners, um, as you know, I'm very much involved. My heart for charity as well as cuisine, and it's so exciting when, you know, the culinary arts can uh, contribute to charity, and such is the case with a WINGS event coming up on April 3rd from 6.30 to 9.30 at Chicago Marriott Northwest. It will feature, it's called Taste Takes Flight. Lots of chefs, one of whom is Chef Jeremy, and he's contributed many times before, and we're just so grateful, and it helps fund a safe house, listeners, for um, people in, women and children in the northwest suburbs of Chicago who are trying to flee a dangerous domestic violence situation at home. So thank you, Chef Jeremy, for all the many years of participating in Taste Takes Flight, and you will be there again on April 3rd. Yeah, we sure will, and it's our pleasure to, to be part of that. We've been part of it since the beginning, and uh you know, really, we look forward to it every year. It's a, it's a great turnout. Um, we've watched it grow, um, and it's just it's become its own its own little monster. It's, uh, it's <laughs> the vendors, the chefs, the the companies that come in, the restaurants are just they're all amazing. Um, yes, it's great because they're all local. You get yes. to taste local food that you know that evening, the next day. You can go there. You can have dinner there. Um, you're not getting stuff that uh, you you don't have access to. Um, right. It's a great way for us to get in front of um, new clients, old clients, um, friends, family, um, and ultimately, in the end, for an amazing cause. Exactly. So, listeners, I'm going to make sure I'm going to provide a link to Taste Fl- Taste takes flight for wings on April 3rd, and it's an exclusive opportunity to sip, savor, and sample, and also um, to meet not only Chef Jeremy, and you're definitely going to want to go meet him and taste the cheese puffs, but also um, Chicago guest chef Lee Woolen, who's a Boca executive chef partner, will be there too. But anyway, so I'll provide the link, and once again, thank you, Chef Jeremy. So we've got lots to talk about, especially those cheese puffs. Now, will you be bringing the cheese puffs again this time oh, to me? Of course. Of course we will. Um, the first year, I think, I believe we, we brought them, and they were a huge hit. And uh, the second year, we had to bring some that were prepackaged for, for purchase. Um, and it, actually, if you, if you purchase them, we do 
um, donate a portion of those proceeds back to Wings. So not only you know are you getting to purchase cheese puffs at a discounted rate than what we normally charge, but also you know you'll know that a portion of those proceeds are going to go back to Wings and benefit um, Wings even more. Um, yeah. We will definitely have them there. Um, unlimited samples. Can't get enough of them. Keep coming back for more. <laughs> Tell your friends. And uh, actually, a new thing we're doing this year is we are going to start debuting um, flavors. So not only ah. are we going to have our original cheese puffs, um, but we are going to do some some with flavors. And we're going to debut um, one flavor this year at Wings for the first time. Uh, we haven't put them on our menu yet, so this is an opportunity to, to try something that no one else has tried. Um, ah. So I'm a little on the fence if I want to give away the flavor, if I want it to be a surprise. Um, sure. We've been, no. we've, been, we've been toying with some different uh, flavors, and we've come up with a few right now that – are, are truly exceptional. They're very oh, good. I can't wait. And coming from the South, you know, these little cheese puffs always seem to be a staple <laughs> in Southern kitchens. But yes. yours just are so delicious. They're just yeah, so, like, pillowy and um, I don't know how. It's just a, a memorable taste. And I know yeah, you, <laughs> uh, you, get the, you get creamy, you get uh, salty, crunchy, um, it's everything. It, you get it all. It, it's yes. kind of like a chocolate-covered peanut butter pretzel. You know, you, you get everything. <laughs> you get the savory, the sweet, the, you get it all. Um, yes. So. And I know you can't reveal the secret ingredient and, and uh, all of that good stuff, but perhaps for those who might have uh, a recipe at home for cheese puffs, is there any technique that you use that the listeners could take away and say, okay, I'm not going to spray as much? Th- or I mean, is there any just any little tip you can share with listeners that will make it easy to um, prepare cheese puffs? Sure. Um we sell them in our shop frozen, but then we also do them fresh for events. Um, but what I've found over the years is that they're always better. They, you can go from the freezer, take them from the freezer, and go straight to the oven with them. Um, but what I've found is that with, with the ingredients that are in there, um, it is always better to let them thaw all the way. So uh-huh. if you, tip number one is you can freeze them. Even if you're making them at home and you have your own recipe, um, the basic ingredients for them, they freeze well. If you'd like the product to be as it was when it was fresh, let them thaw out. Just put them on the counter, put them in the fridge overnight. Either way, let them thaw out, and then cook them from a thawed state. Okay. Um, okay. There, we have people that like them from frozen. Um, they crisp up when okay. a little bit more from frozen. But if you want that fresh quality like they were when you first made them, let them thaw. Okay, that's great advice. Now, my problem seems to always be the things just stick. You know, I don't know what it is, and I ruin so many cookies, all of that, because <laughs> they just stick to the pan. Is there a tip on how not to, or how to unstick things, or to get them not to stick? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, you have all your um, cooking sprays out there, um, but if you just want to stay with something that's healthy, um, that you know is not an aerosol, things like that, um, just a little bit of olive oil on a paper towel, and you can just wipe down um, your cookie sheet or whatever you're putting it on, and it creates, actually it adds a little flavor, and uh, it creates a nice barrier between you, between your product and, and your pan. Um, okay. And okay. anything really, if you go from frozen to a pan, you definitely want to put some oil down, um, because as your product is 
thawing in the oven, um, it will definitely 99% of the time stick. Um, okay. So the, your best bet is to put some sort of barrier, and it can be light. You don't have to, you know, go nuts and have it swimming in a pool of anything. Just a nice <laughs> light coating, um, and, and that will definitely keep things from sticking. Okay, good. I'm going to remember that. And I, you know what? I haven't tried olive oil before on that. So even it's healthy, it's okay. good. Adds a little flavor, um, and it doesn't take a lot. It doesn't take okay. a lot at all. Okay, and can you use that even if you're, like, making chocolate chip cookies? Does that kind of um, change sure. the flavor? I would, say, I would say possibly go for um, maybe not a, you know, 100% olive oil. They do have blends where you do get a little vegetable oil, oil in there with it. Um, okay. You know, your olive oil is going to be your most healthy, but, you know, a little bit of vegetable oil in there um, will definitely keep your baked goods from taking on, on any maybe savory flavors. Okay. Oh, but hey, even chocolate chip cookies, savory, I would eat them. Absolutely. (laughs) And speaking of chocolate chips, really, Chef Jeremy, your cheese puffs are like, um, you know, Mrs. Fields cookies. I mean, they're just (laughs) amazing. They're addictive. And (laughs) I hope to see many more and many other flavors as well. And how did you first come up with the idea of cheese puffs? Is this a family recipe or how did you? create cheese puffs well i've uh you know in in this industry you'll see a lot of movement um with with chefs and you pick up a lot of different ideas tips um maybe even the same product but you put your own twist on it um so these cheese puffs have been around for a long time i've talked to some people that say oh yeah i've had these before i i've known of these before i've seen them um but I think we put our own little twist on it, and it all comes down to the combination and um, quantities of the ingredients that you put together. And I think we have locked that down in this product, and um, we have definitely, I think, manipulated and played with it enough that we have perfected it. And based on our reaction from our from customers and clients and people that have them, um, there's no doubt in my mind that we have hit the nail on the head with this one. Oh, um, and now yes. with the flavors, we are, I think, taking it up another notch higher. Um, oh. it, we've been messing around with the flavors, and each one we eat, we're like, it cannot get better than the last <laughs> one, and they do. Uh, and, I mean, for me, I hit a point where I just was starting to get tired of them because we, <laughs> we, we make so many. We sell so many, and they're, they're always in front of us, and, and the flavors were kind of like a new – it was almost like the cheese puff reborn. Uh-huh. Um, and so now – you know, all these flavors and, and it just, it sounds, if you go to wings and you have one of our flavors, you will definitely see what I'm talking about. It's, you love the original, but to have something a little different that's got a new twist on it is, is always a good thing. I love that. I'm just curious. And of course I'll wait till wings, but I would just love to see maybe jalapeno cheese puffs. That would be great. And you know what else would be fun? Mac and cheese puffs. That there you might go. be a fun thing too. There you go. Absolutely. <laughs> I will tell you, I can't give this one away. We did mess with a jalapeno cheese puff and it is one that we're putting on our menu, but we're, oh. that's not the one we're going to do at wings. Okay. We have another one we're going to do at Wings, but the jalapeno one was phenomenal. 
Oh, I can't wait to order those. Goodness. <laughs> a little bit of heat, and it was it was very, very good. Oh, I can't wait. That will be yeah. fabulous. Well, of course, we have to share with the listeners your fascinating background of being a Coast Guard chef. Um, okay. Yes, and first of all, thank you for serving. I really oh. appreciate your service to the country. Okay, and also, I mean, what experiences as a Coast Guard chef do you bring to your catering kitchen? Um, what did you learn from that? Well, I can say that you know, being a chef on the Coast Guard set the groundwork for um, developing a catering company. I mean, that really you're cooking for the masses. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in in my at my station, I was stationed in Traverse City, Michigan, up at an air station, mm-hmm. and you know, you have a hundred plus people coming in through the door for breakfast, lunch, and dinner all the time. And it definitely, the hours that you work definitely set you up for the long hours in catering. Um, you know, with catering, you have all the prep during the week and during the day. And then in the evenings and weekends, you're executing your event. And it is, you know, morning to night, and it definitely sets you up for those long hours, the dedication, the hard work, um, but also cooking for the masses. And, and, you know, a little different you know, you always hear that, you know, the Army or things like that, they, you know, you're eating MREs, you're eating your field rations out of dehydrated, you know, dehydrated foods that you're adding water to, and then the Coast Guard ate very well. <laughs> Let me especially, just tell you. Especially with you as chef, I'm sure Absolutely. they eat very well. <laughs> they eat very, very well. Um, everything is made from scratch. Everything, and that kind of set the groundwork for what we do here. Everything we do here is made from scratch, from um, salad dressings to sauces and, you know, Absolutely everything is made from scratch. We don't buy anything in a bucket, bowl, vat already made. Um, we are making even your simplest things as potato salads. We're making them from scratch. We're peeling potatoes, boiling potatoes, making the dressings for it. Um, it's very easy to buy straight from a bucket, you know, from a food distributor that has already made the product for you and you just put it out. Right. Um, but for us, we take pride in what we do, mm-hmm. and I really believe that you know, the Coast Guard helped, you know, see the potential and show you from point A to point B what you can take from, what you can make from a bunch of ingredients and what the end product is. And it is always better than something that is pre-made or manufactured. Yes. Um, and Yeah. So a lot of discipline that was your background that and, and just organization and uh, yep. yeah, and just making it from scratch that is that is great and did you ever make the cheese puffs for your coast guard uh friend no that uh those came after okay those came those after came after yeah i have a feeling now that if i did <laughs> it would be a hot ticket item on the menu for sure <laughs> definitely for sure well i do want to um speak about your your catering company wild sure. asparagus Wild Asparagus Catering, and it's here in Barrington, Illinois, suburb of Chicago. First of all, how did you come up with the name Wild Asparagus? You know, um, my wife and I, Deborah, she is a co-owner with me. Um, We were on a road trip, and we knew that the space came available in Barrington. We knew we wanted to take that space, and we needed a name that portrayed, I don't want to say high-end, but something that, you know, was made us feel or sound a little more upscale because a lot of what we do is we provide a restaurant-quality product Mm -hmm. 
either in your home, at your venue, or either way for your event. Um, and we just wanted to keep it. We wanted to keep something a little, you know, I don't want to say a little funky, but just we just didn't want to be a, a humdrum name. We wanted something that was so wild seemed to be, you know, a little crazy, a little out of the box, a little different than what everybody else is doing. Um, and asparagus, you know, it's kind of your higher-end vegetable in most places, um, you know, compared to, like, your broccolis and your carrots and things like that. Um, so it was one of those things that it just kind of came out of my wife's mouth, wild asparagus, and we're driving, <laughs> and we thought about it, and I'm like, wow, that really worked. And, you know, you do the whole send all the text to your friends, and what do you think about this name? What do you think about that name? And uh, everybody loved it. And uh, like we that. just we went with it, and we've had nothing but compliments. Every time we say the name, people say, oh, I love that name. It's such a fun yes. name. And, and so that really, you know, made us realize we, we did the right thing. We made the right call on that name. I love that. And I'm just curious, does asparagus grow wild? Oh, sure it does. Of course okay. it does. Yep. Um, okay. In a couple different colors too. You can get purple, you can get white, um, you're green. Um, but yeah, it definitely grows wild. And I, if we could grow it, here at our shop, we actually have a garden out back. Um, but if ah. we could grow it here and actually have enough, um, that would be a great. It would be great for us. Uh, I we, we don't have the room that. to grow enough um, right. to, to sustain all of our <laughs> all of our catering. But uh, exactly. Yeah. Oh well. So, what is like a dish, um, a, a fun asparagus dish that you make that maybe the listeners could try at home? You know, you can really throw asparagus in anything. Um, Pasta, it's very good in pastas. Um, it's very good on the side. I can definitely give a couple of tips on a couple of different ways to cook it. Um, oh, it's one right. of those things that does not take long to cook. Mm-hmm. Um, you could boil some water. You can actually leave the asparagus. You know, you get a bunch of asparagus from the grocery store, and it comes in a rubber band. Yeah. Uh, if you cut off a couple inches off the bottom just to get rid of the thick um, base, mm-hmm. you can drop it in a pot of boiling water for a minute or two until it's the tenderness you'd like it to be. You can serve it right from there, or you can drop it straight into cold water to stop the cooking process, and you'll have nice, crisp, not overdone, mushy, or woody asparagus. When I say woody, I'm sure everybody has had it before you bite into it, and it tends to feel like... You break um, a tooth. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, if you get that, and you break a tooth, or it's almost like, um, I don't want to say stringy, but it's kind of stringy. Where right. this, if you drop it in real quick, uh, pull it out, stop the cooking process if you want to put it in the fridge, and it'll last a couple of days. So if you want a good, a nice healthy snack, um, you can pull them out. You can dip them in, uh, let's say, a ranch dressing or your favorite, you know, um, hummus. Um, but it is, asparagus is a very good uh, vegetable for antioxidants. Yeah. Um, it really helps to take toxins out of your body and, you know, take it a little step further. But, you know, everyone says after you eat asparagus, you know, you use the restroom, it tends to smell a little funny. Right. (laughs) That is toxins. Toxins. It's it's the asparagus removing the toxins from your body. So it's a good way to to cleanse and it's it's a good, healthy vegetable to have in your diet. Um, That is cool. In the summertime, a little olive oil, a little salt and pepper, throw them on the grill for a few minutes. Um, you get that grilled flavor, you get that, you know, nice charred flavor. Um, but again, it's, it's tender. It's not woody. Um, it's just two great ways to cook asparagus and definitely don't microwave your asparagus. 
Don't microwave. Okay, that's good to know. Do not microwave. That is the worst possible way. It cooks from the inside out, and your inside ends up being mushy, um, and your outside will probably end up being stringy. Yes. So either real quick in a pot of boiling water or in the summertime, throw it on the grill. Um, It's a great side dish or a great snack. That sounds great. And can you eat it raw? Can you eat raw asparagus, or is it best to cook it? I, it's I don't best, know. It's best to cook it. You could okay. eat it raw. Um, I definitely don't recommend it. It's going to okay. be, you know, it's going to be hard. It's going to be very, very crunchy. Um, okay. When you cook it, especially when you grill it, you really, uh, you're caramelizing those natural sugars. So you're bringing out those natural sugars even more um, from raw, nah, Okay. Definitely no, don't recommend it. <laughs> yeah. and, and is there a different taste that the purple, white, and green has? I mean, are are they all similar in taste and just different in look, or is um, there a unique flavor? There's going to be different flavors. It's not so much unique. Um, you're going to get the same flavors, uh, maybe just not as strong. Okay. Because, yeah, I've never had or seen a purple asparagus. So <laughs> Yeah, sometimes the local grocery store will get them, and they'll have a few out. Um, and they'll do. I've seen white more than I have uh, purple in the gro- in the local grocery stores. Um, maybe if you go to some of your um, specialty mm-hmm. stores or markets, you could find uh, purple. Um, right. I've also a couple times I've seen some red too. So it all oh. depends. Yeah, yeah. And what's neat, listeners, too, is purple is a color for domestic violence awareness. So that's so great that there's purple asparagus. I'll have to remember that, Chef Jeremy. That's that's (laughs) wonderful. Well, I do want listeners to know how to reach you, and I will put um, a link to your website, wildasparaguscatering.com, and you do events and everything, of course. And and could you share a little bit about the referral uh, promo? that you are going to be starting soon that the listeners might be interested in as well. Absolutely. Um, for 2014, we wanted to kind of give back to um, our, our current clients, and, and a way we can do that is through our email blast. So we send out email blasts, and we have, you know, up-and-coming things, or we want to remind people that, you know, even with the snow, there's still graduation and wedding season and all those things, you know, in our near future. Um, and we want people to be able to click on those websites or on our, on our email blast, read what we have um, going on that week or that month, and then forward that on to a friend. Um, mm-hmm. Forward that on to somebody that you know has a, a teen that's graduating uh, this year and you think maybe they could benefit from our services. And if you do that, we'll automatically give you um, a dozen free cheese puffs. Wow. So you just come on in, <laughs> let us know. We keep track of it all. Let us know that uh, you know you forwarded it on and we'll be happy to to, ha- to give you a dozen cheese puffs um, as a thank you for you know referring us and, and passing our information along um, now if that person that you forwarded to does an event with us um, there are a few restrictions here and there um, but if they do an event with us uh, we will then return the favor once again back to the original person who referred us to you and we will offer you a discount on your next event. So in a way, you're kind of getting, it benefits you in two ways. You get a little treat of our cheese puffs, and then your next event that you do with us 
we'll give you a, a discount on the food as well. Oh, that's great. It's a win-win for everyone, and it's especially a win on April 3rd where you can meet Chef, Chef Jeremy along with some other chefs at the Wings Annual Taste Takes Flight at Chicago Marriott Northwest from 6.30 to 9.30. I cannot wait to taste your surprise flavor <laughs> cheese puff, Chef Jeremy, and to see you there and meanwhile thank you so much for being a guest on on kitchen chat i really appreciate it it was my pleasure thank you oh thank you and listeners as you go about your your busy day just remember to take a moment and sit down and savor the day Thank you for joining us today. If you're interested in Margaret's books, A Mother's Heart Knows, Pro Girls Encountering Grit, Experiencing Grace, and Go Back and Be Happy, please just click on the covers on the webtalkradio.net page in front of you. Margaret would love to connect with you and hear from you, so join her on Twitter, Facebook, her blog, or click on this website to leave a note and share a recipe. Thank you again, and we'll see you here again for a new show next week.